0: New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Vision.
1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. There's no doubt with what we'd... Describe as a rise in secularism that sharing your faith, well, at least for some people, is becoming less comfortable. We know that we have this wonderful, great Christian heritage in Australia and we know that at the present time we are able to share our faith with others without fear of what we might call real persecution. But some of us suffer from what has become known as evangelism anxiety so let's talk about sharing our faith with others fearlessly Helen Devonish is a pastor an evangelist a mother of nine and the author of a new book which is called let's go fearless evangelism Helen's joining us hello Helen welcome along to 2020
0: hi thank you for having me
1: Helen this new book of yours it's really your story tell us all about the beginnings of it
0: Okay, so a few years ago, I see that the lost were not just walking into church. So I started going on prayer walks around our city, just praying once a week, asking the Lord, how are we going to reach the lost? And I really didn't know what was going to come out of that. But over the course of time, we actually started an outreach cafe, which we ran for a couple of years. And during that time, people would come in, we had an honesty box, We didn't charge for food. So then, you know, we'd get all kinds of people in from the homeless, even to politicians, actually, coming in. And there was often an opportunity to just sit and talk with people, see where they're at, share the gospel if that happened. And so that's where it started. And when the lease for that cafe got terminated, we wondered what the next step would be. And that's when I kind of felt a gentle push from the Holy Spirit to go more out onto the streets rather than people even just coming into the cafe and going out and meeting people where they're at. So that was three and a half years ago when that happened. And since then, I've been doing more and more street ministry, just getting out there, being friendly, opening my mouth, and talking to people about Jesus if and when I can.
1: Now, you're in Hobart, so you're the mother of nine and uh, you're a street evangelist. Now, that doesn't typically sound like mothers of nine. Uh, How old are your children?
0: (laughs) Okay, so the eldest is 31 and the youngest is 10.
1: And what do they think of mum being a street evangelist?
0: Well, a lot of them have been out on the streets with me. I don't make my children go with me. Obviously, it is a big thing going up and talking to strangers, but many of my kids have been out with me, and at the moment, the younger two, who are 10 and 13 especially, they come out with me quite often, maybe on a Friday afternoon before youth night, because then we can uh, talk to youth and invite them to the youth night that we have. So I think they've kind of got used to me doing it now, so I think... They're all walking with the Lord so they can see, yes, it's a good thing that mum's doing that. And the ones that still live at home, there's six at home because three are married, they all help around the home as well because I do get tired being out in the streets in Hobart in winter especially is very taxing on the body because it's extremely cold. So like two weeks ago, I went out on the Friday afternoon, left home mid-afternoon, it was four degrees and I was kind of like... Four degrees. I don't really feel like doing street ministry but I'm very committed to do what I do because I believe God's called me to do it. So I went out in the cold and I shared with twenty four people in an hour and a half.
1: Wow. So that
0: was a real confirmation from God that, you know, sometimes when you let your feelings be submissive to what you need to do and you just get out and do it then, you know, you can reap a lot of good things. For god's kingdom
1: i'm picturing you as the sort of woman who can start a conversation with anyone but that wasn't always the case you've had to adjust some things to come out of your shell to be able to spark up those fearless conversations
0: oh yes absolutely i i've been married for 33 years my husband david and he could tell you i used to be extremely shy And I would not go and talk to anyone. I had a fear of public speaking, you know, just wouldn't talk to anyone. So I believe it's been an enormous work of God in my life to get me to the point where I can just go up and talk to anyone. And I now actually can say I enjoy it. I love meeting new people and especially when I get the opportunity to share my faith as well. So I encourage people to not give in to your fears to have a go even just smiling at someone or saying hello to someone if you're in a queue at a shopping centre you know just get used to being nice to people and then i think it kind of gets easier
1: where are your favorite places to go in hobart you mentioned the mall is that the main mall there in the cbd and you uh, you can be seen wandering around there regularly
0: Oh, that's right. So at the moment, I tend to do Tuesdays all day and Friday afternoons because obviously having a big family and being a pastor, I have other commitments as well. So the mall I go to, the bus mall, there's a park called Franklin Square. There's also an alley where a lot of the kids go to smoke. So I will often frequent there. I don't smoke myself. I never have. I've sometimes had kids offer to teach me how to smoke which means they're kind of accepting me in. uh, And I tell them I have something better. I don't need to learn to smoke. But it's really like I'm being a mother in Hobart. Really, I'm just showing care. I'm looking out for people. You know, if someone's hungry, I'll go and feed them. You know, I do what I can to help when there's a need. And now when I'm stay in the mall, I could just stay put and I'll have people coming and talking to me because I've been doing this for so many years, I've got to know so many people especially the young people that seems to be where the door has opened up with the youth and I presume that's because well I'm a mum and a lot of them need a mother figure some of them don't have mothers around so I'm just really available for God and for whatever that looks like and every week is different, it could be taking some homeless people into subway and buying them subway it could just be sitting down and talking to someone who's been kicked out of home and telling them how precious they are and obviously bringing god into the conversation offering to pray for them i always ask permission as well so it's it's an exciting journey i just every week it's like well i don't know what's going to happen today but i'm available
1: You're an amazing woman, Helen Devenish, a pastor, evangelist, mother of nine and author of a book. It's a new book. It's called Let's Go Fearless Evangelism. Helen, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We're taking some time to talk to a mother of nine who takes every opportunity she gets to be a street evangelist, on the streets of Hobart, in her local coffee shop, walking through the mall, or while stopping to help a mother who might be struggling with her pram. Our guest is Helen Devnish, pastor, evangelist, I mentioned mother of nine, and author of a book called Let's Go, Fearless Evangelism. You are also, with your husband, Helen, leading a church. Tell us a little about your church, because people you're meeting on the street are oftentimes coming along to visit you at your church.
0: Okay, so about a year after we started the Outreach Cafe, we could see there was a need for a church because the people that we were meeting, because of the relationship we've built with them, they didn't want to just go to a church where they didn't know anyone. They were more comfortable about coming to where we were. So we started Church on the Rock, and it's still quite a small church in number, but we do get people from the streets coming to church who've never been to church before. So a lot of that are youth that come along. For, uh, for example, about three or four weeks ago, we had about 10 kids from the street come that day. There were two Muslims who were from Afghanistan who have been coming to youth for maybe a year and a half. They'd never been to church in their life. They stayed for the whole service which goes for about an hour and 10 minutes as we obviously try not to stretch people beyond what they can cope with if they're not being used to going to church. And I asked them at the end, what did you make of it? And they said, oh, it was different. I said, was it better different or worse different than what you're expecting? They said, oh, it was better. So they stayed, they heard the gospel, because we include the gospel in every sermon that's preached. And they stayed. we have food before and after, as a big part of our ministry is physically feeding people, because if they're physically hungry, I don't think they're going to listen so well to um, what we have to say to spiritually feed them when their tummies are rumbling. So that's just a little example of what happens. And we try and get a lot of people involved in our church, even though it's little. We have artwork during the worship, uh, which has been really good for uh, people who uh, come in who are not used to church, they have something they can look at, and then we have stories about what happens on the streets, we have testimonies every week, people who've maybe got free from weed or um, been healed from depression, things like that, and then we have a sermon, and I, we always write questions so people can answer the questions as well to help with their attention, so that works out really well. They get their chocolate at the end of their sermon if they've answered all their questions, and then, yeah, we have a time of fellowship. We get the pool table and table tennis out after as well. So they we're really meeting the kids where they're at. So they come to church and then they get the food and the fellowship and the bit of fun playing uh, these things, you know. So that's quite good,
1: yeah. Helen, you are an inspiration. Let me take you back to something we mentioned in our first segment, this idea that some people have what we can call evangelism anxiety. It's like a fear of doing what you're doing. Uh, People couldn't go out and uh, perhaps talk to 20-odd people in the space of a few hours, but you're doing that and you love doing that now. How do you suggest people who cannot really identify with this idea of evangelism anxiety, how do you think they could overcome that? So I
0: think the first step would be to recognise there's a fear there, and really, it's a fear of man and what man would think. And I think at that point, we need to recognize that's not right and really just come before God and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I really am afraid. This is fear of man. I shouldn't have that because really we should have a fear of God. And that awesome reverential fear of God, I believe, is something that will then help us to be obedient to God to follow the Great Commission, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Having said that, I don't believe every Christian is an evangelist, but all Christians should be willing to share the gospel when the opportunity presents itself to them. So that's really the first thing, overcome the fear of man. I think the second big problem is, well, I don't know what to say. And that's where I trust my book, and there's many other tools and materials out there, that can help you to be able to articulate the gospel in a simple way in today's English so that people can understand it. And that just comes from practice and putting the time into learning how to do that. And then really the last thing is, I believe, really having that passion for the lost to know that if we don't open our mouths and share the gospel, there are thousands Maybe hundreds of thousands of people who are heading towards hell without them realizing, knowing the true message of the gospel of what Jesus did for us on the cross. So if you don't have the passion for the lost, I'd encourage you to pray and to ask God to really give you the passion for the lost because that is the heart of the Father. He sent Jesus not to condemn the world, but the world. I think this is such an amazing message of hope and good news that we have that often Christians are too scared to share it. So I'd encourage people to get willing to open your mouth, you know, to pray beforehand, ask God to show you someone that you can talk to so you can have an easy kind of start into it without going into the ones that might be a little bit harder. You know, ask God, who should I share with? Who can I start with? And even if it's someone that they know, a friend or family member that they haven't shared the gospel with, they could just say, look, I've been learning about evangelism. Could I practice on you? So just being creative and having ways to overcome your fear and be able to find opportunities to practice and to share the gospel
1: with people in fact i know that you say uh, there's one question people say uh, what if people get angry if i share my faith and you've found that most people don't get angry actually they're quite gentle and loving and even kind in the way that your conversation gets underway
0: that's right i have seen that mostly people are gentle because if you're nice to someone, generally speaking, they're nice back to you. On the very odd occasion, I have had people who are like, no, I don't want to talk to you. That's well, okay. All right, bye, bless you, and off I go. But most people are open to listening. If you show them respect, they'll show you respect. So I really encourage people to ask God for that spirit of gentleness, which is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, to help in articulating the gospel because, in a sense, it's more than just the message. The message, the truth, you know, the power of the cross, what Jesus did is so important. But if you are speaking to someone with any sign of judgment or criticism, then they are going to pick that up and that's what will provoke the anger. Whereas if you are talking to someone, it might be a transvestite, it might be a homeless person. You know, it could be any kind of person. If you can just show them love, the love of Christ, while speaking truth, then I believe they will receive that. And that is my experience, having shared the gospel with thousands of people, that generally speaking, people are open, even in this day and age, with all the stuff that's going on in our world at this moment, you know, so that's
1: my experience and your book let's go fearless evangelism it's your story and throughout your story you're interweaving a whole lot of ways that you've developed this wonderful skill, this capacity that you have to be able to share your faith, even to an awful lot of people in just the space of a short time. Uh, this is something that people can catch a hold of. Uh, it's something that you can acquire as a skill. And uh, the, the encouragement, I guess, is to get people to get a hold of your book. So we'll say, how do we get a hold of your book? Because I know it's not quite out, but you can pre-order through kurong uh, Where else can you get it from?
0: Okay so it is available already on Amazon. I've got friends in England who've already bought it, got a copy in their hands, so you can buy it on Amazon and I believe book depository and wrong if you pre-order, I'm not sure how quickly they're getting those. Also our website at lovehobart.com does have links to those sites as well. So they're the best places to get it, your major bookstores.
1: So. Okay, pre-order through kurong You can get it on Amazon, the US and UK sites. You can go to lovehobart.com and you might even want to go along and visit Church on the Rock in Hobart and uh, there's no doubt uh, the address when you go online at lovehobart.com. Helen Devonish, pastor, evangelist, I mentioned mother of nine and author of Let's Go Fearless Evangelism. Thanks so much for sharing your story with us today on 2020.
0: Okay, thank you for having me. God bless.
1: Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported.